this is Rapau and today in Turbo Talks we're talking to Neve Fisher Black of SD Works about the Giro d'Italia Donne. Alright, welcome back to the Turbo Talks podcast. It is all happening in the world of cycling these days. La Course, the Tour de France, the Olympics are on the horizon. And on Friday, the biggest stage race in women's cycling is kicking off in Italy, the Giro d'Italia Donne. And last year, that race was perhaps the big breakthrough for today's guest, making it even better to have her on today to talk about this year's edition. Welcome to one of the brightest stars in women's cycling these days. It's Neve Fisher-Black of SD Works. Welcome, Neve. How are you going? Hi, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Uh, you, you're coming off a big weekend, uh, did La Course. How was that for, for a race? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a really cool race. Um, I, La Course is really big for the woman and uh, just the fact that it's got Tour de France in, in its name. And uh, yeah, everyone sees it as a really big race, especially the wider public too. So yeah, it was really, it's always really awesome race to race. And I mean, it was an awesome race for our team. Everything seemed to just go as planned and the sort of right road felt like the, the race kind of spoke to us and it all fell into place and took a nice win at the end. So it was really nice. Yeah, you played a, definitely a big role in that win by your teammate, Demi Vollering. Uh, great win for her, great win for the team. Um, what is it like to be in a race that big? Was that something that you dreamed about growing up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, especially being all the way in New Zealand, the Tour de France is, is all you hear about. It's, it's, it's the big race that, yeah, you hear about, obviously. It's always just been the men's side of things, but uh, yeah, since I've discovered this, discovered this uh, smaller, I guess, women's edition of the Tour de France, La Course, which was previous years, two days, sometimes one day, at the moment one day, and next year going to be the proper Tour de France. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always, it's always going to be a special one. Uh, yeah, especially coming from so far across the other side of the world, it's crazy to see actually. Uh, on Saturday, how many of my Kiwi friends were up watching me and all the support I got from them, which is pretty crazy to see how much recognition it gets in New Zealand. Yeah, they must have been pretty happy with the time zone, maybe this time as well, because the race was, was early on in Europe, that health for a change. Uh, yeah. You already mentioned, comment, you're from New Zealand, from the South Island, Nelson, uh, not a big yeah, not a big city compared to probably where other riders are from all over Europe. What was it like then growing up there? Because you've been growing up like in a cycling mad family. Can we say it like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so obviously my brother's also a cyclist and my dad's a cyclist. So, yeah, we were always pretty keen on the cycling thing. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up in Nelson, we had a really, I mean, we had a really nice little group of us juniors that sort of developed together as cyclists. We started on the track and we sort of did everything, uh, mountain biking and then it came to road. Um, yeah, obviously just a very small group. There's not quite the same numbers of cyclists in New Zealand as there are in Europe, but uh, I think we've all been really successful and we're actually also another successful pro in New Zealand. George Bennett is from Nelson, so we had him to look up to and he was always around. So it's really, I mean, we had a really nice environment to, to develop as cyclists where I lived even though it was a small scene. And when was then the moment for you 
uh, and maybe your brother Finn, who is riding with uh, with Jumbo Visma. Uh, when was the moment that you think like, oh, maybe I want to be a pro in this. I want to have a career in this. Um. Yeah, I think probably at first it started just as a sort of fun thing that we did with uh, our dad and me and my brother were obviously very competitive against each other. So we were the ones sort of pushing each other. But uh, yeah, probably when I realized I really wanted to go pro and it was, uh, yeah, I mean, when I first started racing, probably competitively, maybe my first national competition on the road and things like that is, is when it all starts getting, you really get that hunger, hunger, I guess, and that bug for the sport. So I think that's, yeah, pretty early, early on, I really uh, aspired to go somewhere with the sport. Yeah, and then obviously you got some experience racing in Australia, uh, eventually went over to Europe, uh, already mentioned it in the intro, and then last year you were riding the biggest race for women in women's cycling, the Giro. Um, did I mentioned that it felt maybe like a break, that maybe was a breakthrough. Did it feel like that to yourself as well? Yeah, I mean, for sure, last year was my first year as a professional and obviously it was a bit of a strange season. So, And to be honest, actually, I, I wasn't meant to do the Giro last year. It was just a last-minute call-up the day before. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was pretty huge for me to be to feeling to be racing the Giro. Um, it's the biggest – well, it is the biggest race for women at the moment. And, yeah, to race it last year was – yeah, pretty crazy. I never, 10 days is a lot on the body and I never knew what, how I would cope with it. And I actually learned that I uh, cope with it pretty nicely, uh, enough to take a, a nice result on the last stage even, which was, uh, yeah, definitely some breakthrough results for me. I really found myself as a rider last year in the Giro, Giro Donna. Yeah, you already mentioned like last year on that last stage, you, you got a second place, it was on the podium there. Still only 19 years old then. Now you're still only 20. What has the last year been like? You already mentioned it was like a crazy year and now you made the step to SD Works. Um, how, how did that influence or impact your development? Yeah, I mean, uh, last year, I obviously had no idea how I got the beginning of last year. Obviously, first year professional, no expectations. But then as the year sort of went on, and obviously the Giro and then the Worlds after that, and, and I realised I was starting to get some nice results. And, yeah, you begin to put a lot of pressure on yourself because you get you get hungry and, and you want more. But I think – and then I signed for this team. And probably I was a little bit uh, scared to sign for such a big team. It's a lot of pressure. But uh, ever since I've uh, been, ever since the first camp and I, ever since I met everyone and spoke to everyone, actually, I realised that I have probably even less pressure here. And I, I really have learned to to really take the races as they come and take the experiences as they come and, and learn as I go and, and not so much worry about the pressure this year. And I think that's that's really, has really been really, really good for me. And actually, I'm seeing it reflect well in, in the way I write. I've almost been improving every race. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're mixing it up with riders way more experienced than, you, than yourself. Um, maybe even riders that you sort of like maybe looked up to a couple of years ago still? Yeah, I mean, of course I still look up to them even. Um, yeah, as I say, before I met everyone, it was a daunting, daunting idea that I would be riding with these uh, phenomenal woman this year and uh, yeah now that I met them all it's, it's uh, yeah it's 
super cool even even just being with them every race I, I look forward to, to to riding alongside them and there's so much to learn from them as well so it's a, yeah I feel really in a privileged position it's really nice to be on this team yeah, do you have an example of, of some of the stuff that you've learned this year already from them yeah I mean in terms of I, I've been on lots of training camps with uh, yeah people like Anna and Chantal and And Ashley Mullman, it's just, they're so experienced and it's just, they you can see so much of, of what they do around and in the races, it's just even just little things like wearing the right clothes, eating the right things, just uh, making sure you're recovering properly and, and what you're doing in training. And it's just, yes, yeah, they don't even have to tell me. I just, just being around them and, and the experiences of, of what they're doing is, is enough. I think uh, knowledge is experience and that's, that's, that's what, the, what they're doing shows me enough and I can learn along the way. Yeah, you're soaking it all up this season. Uh, pretty successful season, I think, so far as well. You had a great preparation for this Giro. Uh, for Welta Burgers, I think at some point you were wearing, you were actually, you were obviously not wearing that, but you had like three uh, jerseys at the same time, overall mountains and young rider. Um, great La Course. Do you feel ready for this Giro? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, as you say, it's been, I think, my sort of performance has been going up and up and up. It feels like, uh, and uh, definitely, Wealth of Burgos felt like another really breakthrough for, for, for me, and, and it gave me a lot of confidence. Um, sort of, I feel a bit more like I belong up with the top girls now, and I can already, I can even feel it in the peloton that I have a little bit more respect. And uh, yeah, so I think that's really nice uh, to go into the Giro with a nice, uh, some nice confidence. Um, because yeah, you can't you can't buy confidence. It's, it's it's all part of the competition. Is, is believing you can do it and believing that you belong there. And um, yeah, to start the Giro with that is a, puts me in a nice position. So uh, yeah, we'll see if the legs can uh, do some nice nice work alongside that. <laughs> Uh, one of the words I heard you mention earlier was, was hunger, that, that you're hungry. What is that feeling of sort of like feeling that you belong now, maybe more in the peloton? What does that do to that hunger? Oh, yeah. It's always like you you get closer to it. You you start to feel closer and closer to a really nice nice result and or a victory or something. And, and yeah, really, it makes you really hungry and, and that confidence yeah it just feels that hunger it's like you can yeah you can feel it and you want it a lot more that just it goes from wanting to be top 10 to wanting to be top five and then to wanting to be on the podium or in that top top step so uh, yeah yeah definitely I'm hungry but uh, yeah it's uh, I'm in a, in a very strong and, and, and winning team so yeah we'll see how it goes so so what do you want from this Giro then <laughs> well, yeah, I've got to say that I, I would, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm on probably one of the strongest teams. So I hope that at the end of it, we can take away the pink jersey um, between one of us. That would be really, really nice. And um, obviously, last year I had second place in the stage. So <laughs> it would be really cool to improve on that. And the only way I can improve on that is... Uh, is the top step, so maybe I'll aim for that. And that's the nice thing with uh, these stage races. Um, there was, there's always the opportunity for, for the, for the more sort of 
domestic writer, I guess the writers that have been playing the helper role and all the other classics uh, gives them opportunity in these stage races. And yeah, so yeah, obviously I um, would really like to better my last year's Giro and, and show my uh, form. Yeah. Um, and you guys, you're in Italy already, I, I believe. So what's this week going to look like? Because we're recording this on the Monday afternoon. What is this week in the lead up to Friday going to look like for you? Yeah, so we uh, arrived in Italy uh, last night after a long drive from uh, straight from La Corse on Saturday. Um, and yeah, we had a nice nice ride today, actually. We reconned the, the final climb in the second stage, which is uh, another killer climb already on the second stage of the Giro. So uh, it's going to be a hard one. And uh, I mean, we start the Giro with the team time trial. So for the rest of this week, probably we'll be focusing on uh, doing some TTT work and uh, practicing uh, being together as a team and, and really nailing that uh, team time trial. So, uh, yeah, so we can have a really good day on Friday. Yeah. Uh, and you already mentioned like that mountain top finish on, on stage two. Uh, did you have a chance to have a look at the other uh, other stages already as well? Did you go through what? Yeah, the roadbook? Um, yeah, so I'm always, I, I've not seen any of them except for the stage two in, in, in real life, but uh, yeah, I'm always one of those riders that's uh, thoroughly uh, researching the course and yeah, I've been looking on, the, on all sorts of maps, Strava, um, Bella Viewer, looking at the courses and the profiles and yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really nice Giro. And do you then load the profiles onto your Garmin as well? For in the race? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. I think uh, that's it's really nice to have on the Garmin in stage races like this when you haven't seen the course. Uh, just, to, just to have it on the map and the climb pro, I really like too. So um, it just shows you how much the climb is to go, which is sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing, depending on how much you're suffering. But uh, yeah, it's uh, really nice, really nice to have, especially on these Italian twisty Italian roads. Um, it's nice to have them there. Yeah, and maybe to get that notification when that sharp bend is, is coming up as well. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you looked at those profiles and you're getting better by the end of the race, stage nine, maybe the queen stage, mountaintop finish. Yeah. Big day. It's an another going to be a very, very tough day, I think. I think that climb's even harder than the one that we did today. So, uh, yeah, that's and nine days into a stage race. Yeah, it's going to be very tough. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And I think one of the exciting things about this year's Giro d'Italia Donne is also that there's going to be, I think, at least one and a, uh, and a half an hour of live coverage each day as well. It, how important is is that for you and for the team? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy important just to have that coverage. As I said, um, yeah, I'm from New Zealand, and as I was saying at La Course. Uh, the amount of support that I had from Kiwi fans, I really hope that the, that also maybe they'll stay up in the middle of the night and watch watch La Corse. I mean, Giro Rosa too, um, because yeah, it's just to know that, that that there's there's the public out there supporting you. It's huge for the sport and our sponsors, and that really grows women cycling. Just to have the coverage, it's, it's simple, yeah. Just so people can watch our racing, and to be honest, it's super exciting racing, especially recently. Women cycling was. Yeah, going really well. Uh, we're making some really exciting races, and I think it's it must be really good to watch. <laughs> yeah. 
And do you also notice a positive effect in New Zealand as well? Because it's not only you, but you've got a whole yeah, young generation coming through, Ella Harris, Michaela Harvey as well. Uh, is there an effect? Do you notice anything? Do you hear something? Yes, very definitely. I think it's really... Uh, actually, there's yeah, there's Ella Harris, Michaela Harvey, Georgia Williams at the moment in the pro scene, but actually there's a lot of girls that have recently come over just that little below and, and they're just they're racing and I think having the coverage on the TV it reaches as far as New Zealand so it's so important to motivate those those younger girls and, and younger riders to come over because it's a huge huge step to come to Europe and I think it's uh, yeah you need a lot of motivation and I, I hope that uh, the racing that we're doing here is uh, is helping to give that motivation to riders in New Zealand. Yeah, it must have been a bit daunting, uh, like you said, coming over all the way from New Zealand, then going to Europe, especially at the, at the young age that, that you still have. So, so how did you, do you spend sort of like your, your time in Europe? How do you manage your time off? Is there a way, certain way that you relax? Um, yeah, well, I mean, when I'm in Europe, I base myself in Girona. So a pretty nice, nice relaxing place to live there. Lots of uh, cyclists around and, and yeah. Um, other than in terms of, yeah, when I'm not riding, I'll, yeah, I just chill out a lot. And I try to learn, learn things like languages and things like that. I'm always, as I say, I'm very avid explorer of things like Strava and I'm always mapping out and mapping out routes and things like that. I'm always a, always a route planner. I like to, I, I'm obsessed with uh, riding and adventuring, so that's, that's a big part of my life. <laughs> is that also now the case in Italy when you guys are going for a ride that the rest of the team is already looking at you? <laughs> yeah, often. There's always those, those few riders in the team. I know I know uh, Chantal is another one of those. Uh, there's always those few riders in the team that, that everyone looks to for the route. So, have you, have you got the route? <laughs> yeah. Got a route for today, don't worry. Follow me. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a... Uh, there's, there's always the lines you can tell that are relying on the boots. And is there also always uh, someone in charge of the of the coffee stops? Is that also you or is that someone else in the team? Oh, no, that's that's not me. Normally it's someone else in the team that, that always scouts out the good coffee stops. I just uh, follow them. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. All right. Uh, I think we've got to wrap it up. We're going to leave you uh, to it. Uh, all the best in uh, your final preparation for, for this week and for then obviously in the Giro Donne. Thank you. Everyone, make sure you obviously you tune in and, and follow that live coverage. Do you, do you know where we, people can watch it in New Zealand? Um, in New Zealand, I will have to check but uh, this was the GCN app uh, hopefully uh, depending on the rights of New Zealand TV, hopefully you should be able to watch it on there. All right, awesome. And then hopefully they'll see you cross the line one place better in the, in the stage than last year, and that would be amazing. <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank thanks, thanks, Neve, for your time. And like I said, all the best in the in the upcoming ten days uh, in the Giro d'Italia, Donna. And everyone, thanks to you for listening. And don't forget to tell a friend about the podcast, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And in the meantime, make sure you follow Neve and the team of SD Works in the Giro d'Italia Donne. And as always, in the meantime, never stop cycling. This was Rob Bau with Neve Fisher Black of SD Works. Stay tuned for the next Turbo Talks.